Welcome to the Gamers Inn. Come on in, pull up a chair next to the fire. It looks like you've had a long journey. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me as always, or not as always, because surprise, guys, Ryan actually had his baby last night. Well, Ryan's Ooh, wife had Ryan's wife. baby <laughs> last night. But anyway, you guys know what I mean. They have an adorable new little baby girl. Her name is Isabel. And uh, yeah, so if you guys are looking for pictures, Ryan did share it on Twitter. So you guys can go and follow up with that. But the voice that you just heard in the background is Josh, who is filling in. Thank you so much for coming on kind of last minute, you know, being like on call for when Ryan was actually going to end up getting pulled out. So thank you so much, Josh, for joining me tonight. That's what I'm here for. Anytime one of you two have a baby, I'm on call for podcasts. So. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> once every like three years. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are we are so happy to have you and so glad you could come and fill in because you have been playing like way more Animal Crossing. Like, okay, I should probably lead this with guys. I broke down and I got Animal Crossing. So that's the thing mm -hmm. that happened. But <laughs> Josh has been playing like, I'm guessing since day one. Uh, yes, midnight release. I had it digitally downloaded and I work overnights. So I was at work, 12 o'clock struck, and I was like, I have nothing to do. So, woohoo. <laughs> because honestly, okay, so I ended up picking it up, I think, on Friday. And so I did play all through the weekend, but picking it up on Friday, I was like a week behind everybody. So I pick it up. I'm living in my tent. I'm, you know, collecting my <laughs> cherries and I go, okay. I'm going to go visit other people's islands because that's a thing that you can do. So Josh's island was open and I like walked onto the island. And I was like just looking around like my mouth completely agape like, why is he? What? <laughs> Josh yeah, like, I thought it was oh, embarrassing. It's such, a, it's such a mess. I'm like, um, I live in it, a tent. It was. <laughs> I was in the middle of like remodeling. You're like, I want to see your place. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so embarrassing, but okay. He's got like 80 buildings. It's like modeled after like, like New York or something like <laughs> perfect to scale model of New York. Oh, it's such a mess. OK, no, that's just OCD. Like everything has to be gridded and aligned. That's not that's just a sickness. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't believe all the stuff that you had. And I still have not caught up. I am struggling to get enough little nook ticket things so that I can go to randomly generated islands get enough fruit to come back and eat and replace my trees. <laughs> oh, yeah, that took a while. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> that, when I cleared out all my trees and put them in one little corner, that was that was a day. So yeah, that's I'm, I'm glad current, I had time. Like, that's our current project, because um, <laughs> the thing about Animal Crossing New Horizons is that you can't have two separate islands on one console, which means my husband and I have to share one island so it's 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 been okay it's been fun he's right now like <laughs> sitting there trying to fish me up a string fish before they disappear at midnight oh so, dear yeah yep. <laughs> that's his current project i'm like it's nice it's like it's like having a drone to go in and play animal crossing for me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yep. so uh so yeah we're we're kind of like using our time together and like playing and like collecting stuff to put in our museum and stuff. But I've got to say like, I, cause I resisted animal crossing because last time I picked up animal crossing, by the time I got into it, it was like, I'm pretty sure it was like a new leaf was the 3ds title, right? 
Uh, yes. Yeah. So that's the one I picked up. By the time I got into it, it was like a month or six weeks after everybody else. And most people had stopped playing. And everyone I talked to was like, oh, yeah, that game was great. And it's like, yeah, it was great when like you had friends islands you could go to and sell your fruit <laughs> at. But when you don't, it's not as great because you're just sitting there on your island in the middle of nowhere all by yourself <laughs> and everybody else has already given up. But it's really nice right now because so many people are playing that you really get the the fun, like social aspect. And that's oh, yeah. really what makes this game like it's so cool other than the ridiculous load times. But it's so cool when you're like sitting there digging up trees and relocating them and everything else. And then all of a sudden it's like, do, do, do. Josh is arriving. Coming yeah. In. yeah. It's like, oh, this is so nice, especially right now with everybody, you know, self-isolating and stuff like that and, and not maybe seeing as many people as you're used to in one way or another. Um, it's been it's been really nice to just have those moments of like social contact, even if it's yeah, just through like text. just something. <laughs> yeah, just something exactly. So uh, so yeah, I've really really enjoyed it. But the other the other thing I feel kind of bad about, and I need to figure out how to do this. But um, Matt, because he uh, we only I'm the only one that has like a Nintendo Online account. So he can't go and visit anyone's islands because he doesn't have the account. And I'm just like, oh my god. Like Nintendo, as as many steps forward as they've taken with making their social features better, <laughs> it's taken like 10 steps back sometimes it feels like because like you can only talk in messages that are like 20 characters or less. <laughs> oh, that drives me off the wall. Oh my God. I, <laughs> like, I want to write a sentence and it takes me like four text messages to get a sentence out. And I'm just like, oh my God, I hope my they don't say like... anything in between. <laughs> I'll start typing like a local message instead of a direct message. And then before I'm done saying something, that person's already run off. <laughs> and it's like, like you did that to me a couple of times when you visited, I gave up and started doing direct messages. Cause you'd be like, hi, Josh, you're all in school. And I'd be like, thanks, we should go. And by the time I'm like typing it, you're just like, doo -doo -doo -doo. <laughs> like, no, wait, it's a local message. You won't hear me. I didn't know that that was a thing. <laughs> Oh my Please god, that, back. that explains yeah. so much. <laughs> like I every now and then, like you guys would kind of like catch the edge of my screen and I'd see like a chat bubble above your head. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, are they chatting with no one around? Like it's only us <laughs> on this island. I don't know if they know it's local, but like <laughs> I definitely did not know it was local. Or like, that there was, was like, a way to DM or anything. I just yeah, no, you I have just to DM through the phone, but oh, the just man. the message that you do with the right trigger, no, that's local. So like So I you have I to be like guys, within like, earshot. Going into my museum and it was like, we're checking out your bugs. And like I only caught it because by the time you loaded in the museum, the message was still at the entrance and I'd like <laughs> caught it a half second before it disappeared. I'm like are they talking to themselves? What's, <laughs> no, we what were are they doing? To to you. <laughs> we were literally walking around your museum being like, oh, this is so cool. Oh, nope, you have this I heard thing. none of it. <laughs> I'm just outside going, digging up trees. I uh, got to rearrange everything. I hope they're having fun around there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I wonder why Josh isn't saying anything when I ask him like where he got this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, don't know. Josh is just trees and rearranging while you guys are just lollygagging around. 
Uh, well, your museum was very impressive, and uh, you yeah. should see it down. I'm done remodeling my town, and it looks so much better. I'm yeah, so happy well, I keep checking, and this is the thing. I wish it was easier. Again, with Nintendo and the social features, I don't understand why you have to log in and out of the internet every time you talk to that stupid dodo. <laughs> like it takes so long to check and see if people's like islands are open and stuff like I go and I talk to him and you go through navigate through like 10 different speech bubbles. And then finally <laughs> he's like, okay, I'll search the internet. I'm like, thanks. Don't get upset with Wilbur Orville. <laughs> Those guys are cool. It, they have a lot of character for sure. Like I am yeah. really, I'm really enjoying living in the world and I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of like, it's nice to have I, uh, someone in my raid team was like, I don't know why you guys are playing this game. All it sounds like is a list of chores. And it kind of <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like. I'm getting a lot of enjoyment out of it, because particularly now, especially like being home all the time with everything that's going on in the world, it can be really super overwhelming. And it's like I just go to Animal Crossing and all I have to do is find fruit and dig holes and find right. fruit it's and nice holes. and it is it is nice it's relaxing it's not like this crazy like high pace like shooter like twitch game or anything like that yeah because like, like, like that's kind of my thing right now is i'm playing the division two and hearthstone battlegrounds so for me it's like you know i'm either angry at rng or i'm running around shooting people in the face so it's nice to kind of have something where the most violent thing I could do is whack someone in the head with a net that does nothing. <laughs> Which I yeah. did by accident the other night because I was running around <laughs> trying to catch bugs. And then someone came running up to me and was like, Joss! And I just went, whack! Oh, I am. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, sorry. <laughs> I was like, I pushed the wrong button. I just wanted to talk to you. I didn't want to whack you in the face with my net. That way, is that your way of telling people they're bugging you? Oh! <laughs> Terrible. I'm here for all night, or however long this goes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I've, I've got to say, like, the social features aside, which seems to be something that Nintendo has just struggled with, period. Um, I do think like the design of the game and the, the gameplay loop is pretty fun. I don't know if this was the way it was in previous games, but I really like the, um, almost like the there it's like half achievements, half dailies because it's like you get rewarded yes. for doing like a whole, but like catching, you know, five fish and then catch 50 and then catch 500. And every time you get rewarded like more, and th but then there's also like the littler tasks that give you rewards. That's like catch one fish. So you have these kind of like cumulative, um, like achievement type things. But then you also have these little daily tasks, except for they're not daily. They're just like you always have five. Yeah. So it gives and you a little bit of direction. And I don't remember that being present. And that was something that Nintendo like kind of touched on on the lead up to release is like hey we have these things where if you're in our game and you're just kind of like oh i wonder what i should do today we'll have these uh these i don't know nook mileage targets i guess yeah i think and, it's uh, it's mileage plus and i yeah. didn't realize because so, it's like unlocking things is my other little bit of a gripe with this game but i think that they're doing it just for like longevity's sake because 
I don't know, uh, having to like, you basically have to go talk to the raccoon, unlock a thing. Tom Nook. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to not necessarily use all the names and stuff because people may, may not be familiar with the world of Animal Crossing, but you go and talk to like the guy in charge, the raccoon in charge, <laughs> and uh, he'll, you do a thing for him or like you unlock a thing with him. Sometimes it's like, um, helping out other people on the island. Sometimes it's like expanding your house, which I didn't realize was the progression of the game. So I, I put myself a day behind because I was like, oh, I'm going to go and do a whole bunch of activities. I'm going to earn all the money for my house and then I'm going to go unlock it. And I'm like, no, I should have unlocked it because you can't pay for it ahead of time anyways. So I should have just unlocked it and then paid for it the next day. So and because everything like so much like your recipes, your traversal of the terrain, everything is tied into like how many things you've done for Tom Nook and like how far you've progressed your island in that way. So I kind of set myself back by not realizing that was the progression system in the game. So, I mean, you could also just like, if you're just starting off and you have a friend who plays, just go to their island and buy it from the store. You can always do that too. Yeah. Which is what I ended up doing <laughs> to get I my, think, to get my ladder. Yeah. I got that really yeah, early think, on. Uh, like if, through the story, like you'll earn those recipes for free. But if Matt is in your game, he'll have to buy them to get them on his character. I think that's the way that one works. I think that's yeah, why they're so for sale. I bought my ladder recipe from a friend's store. Then I bought a second ladder recipe and also made a ladder for Matt so that he and I just yeah. like kind of dropped the recipe at his door. And I was like, hey, when you log in, you should just walk out and there will be a ladder recipe for you. But yeah, you can, there are little like skips like that, which then help you to get resources sense. faster. Better. Yeah, because I think you're right. The progression thing, uh, th that's probably the only big gripe I have about it is like it's a one thing per day kind of progression. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. So uh, it's for me, yeah, for me, rearranging everything, like I want to move my house and change the way it looks. But if I change the way it looks, that takes a day to change and I can't move it until the construction to change the way it looks is done. I can't just be like, hey, put my house over there. And while you do so, change the way it looks. It's like, no, every day, only one thing could be done. And it was like a little, I don't know, like there's a lot of people like, I don't want to time skip. And this game is like, are you sure? Because we're going to annoy the heck out of you. And it's like, ugh. Come yeah, on, and <laughs> maybe that's something that we should talk about because that's something I haven't done, but you can kind of like cheat the system because you can yes. like set your system time to a different time zone and then like skip ahead. Um, yep. And then so what happens? So if you skip ahead and then you set it back, then can you skip ahead again? Okay, so yes um i mean I've maybe we don't want it because i mean it seems very exploity like maybe we don't want to give too many details but uh okay well i'm not afraid to admit it uh i time skipped <gasps> recently i've already unlocked all the stores and everything so my time skip i wasn't progressing my storyline at all oh, okay um, you my just wanted issue was, your house to look nice <laughs> yeah my issue was is like when i was remodeling the way my uh whole island looked i had to move like i have five villagers a tailor a store my place and a visitor's campsite and at one point i needed to move all the oh, and a museum and i needed to kind of rearrange all of them but you can only move one a day 
And I was like, so you're telling me if I want to model my island, now that I've got everything I need, I have to do this over the span of a week and a half. So I was like, nope. So, so all you, you do is jump back and forth and back and forth from between like North America yep. and like Russia. <laughs> Actually, yes. Chicago and Russia were my two choices. Oh, um, yeah. Moscow. Yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, she got it. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, so like, basically, I would just like, hey, Tom, I want you to move this building here. Then I went to Moscow time and it was moved. And then I went back to my time and then I was like, hey, Tom, you should move this here. And then I went to Moscow time and it was moved. And then I went back to my time. Only thing is, it costs 50k bells to move a building, so it put me back like 500k doing it that quickly. But, um, but that is essentially how time skip works. And I don't know for a lot of people like, oh, you shouldn't time skip. I'm like, yeah, remodel your island and then come tell me I couldn't time skip because holy crap, I could not do that over the span of nine days. Like, yeah, that's. So if you're just starting make sure you have an idea how you want your island set up because <laughs> I later on no in the game, <laughs> and now I just, I just got to the point where I had to like sketch out the location for my first three, like new people, which mm -hmm. uh, traditionally would have then gotten me the ladder. But like I say, I already had it to uh, generate some more resources, which was really nice because then not only was I able to get to the upper areas of my island, but then I was also able to get to the upper areas of the um, mile plus islands that I was going to. So it was like double the resources almost yeah. very, very early on, which was really nice. So I was able to like pay off my first two yeah. house renovations like immediately. Um, so, yeah, it was it was much, much nicer to have access to that so much quicker, which, again, was just because my friends were playing. It wasn't a time skip cheat or anything like that. It's just. My yeah. friends are playing, so the recipes were available in their store. So all of a sudden I could access my full island like right away. Um, and see, and before anyone like yells at me, I just want to be honest and say like I didn't go because every day, uh, every new day, there's four fossils, uh, a buried hundred bells and two items that you can shake out of your trees. Like daily, you could do that on your island. I did none of that when I was time skipping. I had the ability to. Just saying, I time skipped solely to move my buildings. <laughs> I didn't get extra fossils. I didn't get extra items. I was like, you know what? I'm doing this for one reason, and I'm going to do it. So I felt good about my cheat. Well, and I feel like in that case, it's less of a, of a cheat to, you know, like further your progress in the game or anything like that. It's like what you were doing was to get around something that Nintendo was forcing you into for yeah. literally no progression reason. Like there's no reason at all that that should take yeah. a full like, like 24 hour, 18 hours or whatever. Like that like just seems big, really ridiculous. The outcome was like at the start, it was like, I need to do all this. And by the time I finished, my buildings were moved and I was 500 K bells poor. So it's not like I came out of it like, ha, suckers, I'm way ahead of you and I'm super rich. I was like, no, I'm broke, but my OCD is satisfied. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm you got to do what you got to do, though. <laughs> <laughs> I am nicely gridded where I want to be. But yes, that's enough about Josh cheating because we don't want to tell Nintendo this stuff. <laughs> uh, there's an event starting tomorrow for Animal Crossing. Woohoo! Yeah, uh, I, I just yes. saw that on a website and I was like, oh. <gasps> There's oh, something called Bunny Day. <laughs> yes. I'm excited. 
So the Bunny Day event starts tomorrow, assuming it's not an April Fool's joke. Uh, and it goes to, uh, it's from April 1st to April 12th. And there is an NPC by the name of Zipper the Bunny who will come to your island. He has hidden eggs throughout your island that you can either dig up, fish up, or find. There are special limited time uh, recipes that you can craft and whatnot. So, yeah. And then later on in April, there's going to be additional stuff, including an Earth Day event. So, it looks like they're really supporting, like, this game with stuff to do. Like you mentioned earlier with New Leaf, it was like everyone was kind of like, oh, that's fun. We're done now. And you're like, hey, guys, I'm here. This one, it feels like they're like, hey, play our game and keep playing it because it's cool. And we're going to do all this cool stuff. So you should keep playing it. So. Yeah. And I don't know how many different like items there are in the game, but I have yet to. I've got I've got probably (laughs) like 10 friends whose islands I've actually been able to visit and see. And not one of them has looked the same, which is really awesome. It's like everybody's been able to you know has been offered different items in stores has picked things up that fit their style like from from other people's islands or their own islands or all the gifts that drop from the sky like those presents are coming by yes listen for the whistling of wind and then you'll know there's a balloon flying by with the gift it's so nice yeah it's really really cool so i i'm really happy with the amount that I feel like there is to kind of like accumulate and progress and collect because the other piece of this was the museum, which has three wings. And I think that there were museums in the past, but I feel like this, like I walk into it and it looks really cool and really impressive. So you can kind of like show off your fossils, your fish and your bugs that you've caught. And I mean, I feel I feel kind of crappy walking into mine right now because like you don't have a lot of fish. And the first aquarium that I went into had a whale shark. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one of those. It's uh, so in the month of March, it's in the southern hemisphere only. So oh, I think you okay. have to have a That's friend why. with a yeah. southern hemisphere island, which uh, which she did. So she had actually had a chance to fish up a whale shark. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> But I mean, they will come because uh, that's the other cool thing is there are northern and southern hemispheres. And so like seasonally, things will change and shift. So it's like right now stuff happening in like March at, or February, March is then going to flip over in April as we kind of move into spring. And that means that like some fish and bugs aren't available anymore, but some are going to become available. And like right now. In the northern hemisphere, if that's all you have access to, you've only got like, I think, 27 bugs and I think 30 something fish. Well, yeah, there's not a lot. I've there seen isn't. Yeah. The southern hemisphere, I've seen people posting their lists and everything. and I'm like, holy mackerel. Yeah, it's but because it's their summer. So there's a lot mackerel. more. There's a lot more stuff because it's our winter. So when that flip happens, then they'll well they'll have much less stuff that they have to get but you know a few months from now for us we're gonna have these like 50 something new things that we can that we can go and pick up so i i think that's a really cool way of kind of keeping everybody engaged is having these like seasonal events like we talked about with that with that bunny day thing and then also like i say the kind of like bringing things in and out of collectibles with like the months and the seasons of the year. I I think it's really cool. And like I said, I mean, I know I was super down on 
the idea of Animal Crossing. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But then so many of my friends started playing that I was just like, okay, fine. I'm going to get this. I'm going to see what it's like. Yeah, I'm going to give it a my real. Friends list. Yeah, my I, entire. I turned Switch on mine today and it. like, it was like, you have seven friends online. I was like, oh, let's see what people are playing. And it's like Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, cool. It's like I connected my Facebook and my Twitter and as well as like put my friend, my friend code out to my guild, my WoW guild. And I was like, I think I had like five or six Switch friends before this. And now it's like, I have, I have so many Switch friends. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just like, holy crap. Like, where did all these people come from? Turns out they come from Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes. It's so amazing. Yeah. Just wait till you get a tailor shop. Every day I get friends who are like, hey, you uh, opening your gate? I want to see what your tailor has. I'm like, all right, come on in. I cool stuff went, and I don't know so is like, every... I got a mustache how cool is that <laughs> I was like I don't get facial hair like I'm a facial hair guy I am bald so facial hair is all I got <laughs> it's a real big deal facial hair on my animal crossing dude this sucks and then one day I'm like oh, my tailor is selling a mustache yes <laughs> so now I'm running around looking like weekends at Bernie over here just oh it's so great I'm so happy about my mustache. So you were saying, just, I just had to throw that out. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's definitely worth the uh, worth showing off because I was going to say today I went to my other friend Shoujo, her island, and uh, she has a tailor and I walked in and they had a fairy dress and I bought every color. <laughs> so my question was going to be, if I go to like, if when we finish recording and I go to log in and go to your island, is your tailor going to be different than what Shoujo's was today? Or is everybody's tailor the same? Nope, it's all different. It's oh all random. There's so many oh, yeah. items. And, like in my house, there's three of us with tailors. So like the morning when we all get together and go on, it's like, okay, my gate's open. Come on, guys. And then we all go shopping and they're like, all right, I'm gonna open my gate. All right, let's all go over there. And then we go shop. It's like going to a mall with friends. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what's this clothing store have? Let's go check it out. Okay, oh, so you God. said you have three people in your house that have it. Do you have three separate switches? Yes, three separate switches. Oh, okay. I was like, how are you doing that? You have to teach me so Matt can have his own island. Never mind. We're not <laughs> nope. we're not buying a switch just for Animal Crossing because he and I both had the same like attitude going into this. Like so I bought it, I started playing it, and he was like, Oh, I guess I should check this out. And now it's like, wanna play oh, Animal Crossing? Wanna play Animal it's Crossing? It's gonna happen. <laughs> He's gonna buy the Animal Crossing switch too. Why did you get that? Well, I mean, clearly. <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, I'm going to be the one to play it because I'm pretty sure it's like pastel colors. So, um, yes. <laughs> it's also in game, too. Like, they let you buy an Animal Crossing skin Nintendo Switch that you can put in your house. Actually, I was like, look at you, Animal Crossing. <laughs> skins is a good thing to mention because, again, I'm not sure. I think that you could make custom designs in previous games because it talks about, um, like, importing with QR codes. But... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like you can design and I think this is like adding to the fact that there are just feels like an infinite number of outfits and, and furniture and customization like walls and floors and stuff for, for your house. But on top of that, you can make your own custom designs, which means like even like a lot of the like say shirts and and pants and dresses and stuff like you could make whatever color you want and you can add you know like a horde symbol or you know like there's just all or an alliance of, symbol or an alliance yeah i guess <laughs> maybe you could also if you really wanted pants. to <laughs> you can't do pants oh you can't just do pants oh okay sorry yeah 
but yeah, no, it's amazing. And like, I you can made... do, you can do floors, right? Like you can paint the floor. Yes. <laughs> it's like a one block at a time though. So yeah. like, uh, like for me, I wanted to make my own dirt path and including all the turns and the corners and everything I had to plan for, I had to make like 20 different designs. Um, just but when it all comes together, it's 20 like different. Great. Yeah, just the fact that you oh, made 20 but, different custom stamps to put on your ground. The place looks so dull without any roads. And, like, I'm not up to the point where he's given me the ability to make roads. I don't know how long down the road it is. So I'm like, you know what? Screw this. So I envisioned... Uh, I used to play a game called Spy Hunter on the Nintendo, like the original NES. And I was like, okay, I remember what the dirt path kind of looked like. So if I can just design that, I'll be fine. And like I started with the four basic, you know, a road going up, a road going left, a road going right, a road going down. And I was like, cool, I got it. Woohoo. And then like I wanted to do a corner. I'm like, oh God, I need to make a piece with a corner piece. Okay, I'll just do that one. And then, oh no, wait, now I need one that turns left and right. Oh, now I need one that has like a four corner. And I'm like, oh my God. But when you get it in there though, oh, it looks so good. It does. The town like, looks you can so tell- much better with a path especially when you're flying over because that's like when people arrive at your island you just kind of see this like old-fashioned airport like a uh, ticker thing as they as they arrive and it's like it shows you it's basically like a loading bar except for yeah. it's like showing you where <laughs> the plane is air quotes <laughs> and it's like um, one of those like pizza hut pizza trackers you're yeah like, you don't see much <laughs> yeah exactly it's plane just a is up in the air plane is down like, yeah and uh, but when you're the person up in the plane, it gives you like a flyover view of the island, which yes. when I was flying over yours and I saw your path and stuff, I was like, oh, my God, I'm slacking so hard. <laughs> and it's like one thing that sucks about it. And like, I know why it's designed like this, but I can't go to other people's islands and put that path down for them because I was like, I threw it out on Twitter when I finished it. I was like oh my God, the place looks so much better with a path. Hey, if you guys want me to drop it on yours, just let me know. It'll be real quick. I don't mind. And then I'm like, you know, my mom's playing. She's like, oh, can you do mine? I'm like, oh, of course, mom. Uh, And then I went over there and I'm like, you cannot design or design other people's islands or something. I was like, no, I can't do it. So I was like, hey, mom, you know, I told you that I'd put down that road. Well, blame Animal Crossing. Yeah. So unfortunately, you, you can't, do much other than dig holes on someone's island and when someone is visiting your island you can't do anything but dig holes yeah that was super frustrating because i didn't realize it and i was so before my museum had finished i took everything that i was catching like all my fish all my insects everything and i was putting it out on the beach because i was like okay if by any chance people who are coming to my island haven't already collected this they can just grab it and go and nope. it, yeah, no, you can't do that. And you can't uh, like because I so I went into Josh's museum and uh, like everyone who is ahead of me has been so super nice with like letting me take whatever fruit I need, like giving me other resources, like Nevermore gave me like 30 iron to in order to be able to buy my store right away. Like everybody was going to offer super, that, nice. but I figured you already had someone who did it. I was like, eh, she's probably already got the iron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like everyone has been super, super nice. So I was like, oh man. Okay. So, you know, Josh has been so nice and letting me use his stores and stuff and opening up his Island, even though it's 
such a mess. <laughs> so it I'm like, was. I'm like, I went into his museum and I thought that there was a, a butterfly that was on my island that he hadn't caught yet. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go get it. So I went and got it and I came back and I'm like, I brought you a butterfly. And it's like, you can release it, which you can't like release and recatch, right? Correct. So I was just like, oh man, it wouldn't let me put it in a cage. It wouldn't let me place it. I couldn't give it to you. I couldn't donate it to the museum. And I was just like, man, this just feels kind of crappy. Like in a game yeah. that like revol revolves so heavily around like other people coming into your space and, and like the cross pollination of islands. Like I had all the kinds of fruits the first day because Everybody was just like, oh, hey, my island is peaches, have peaches. My island is apples, have apples. Like, so I had all of the fruit growing on the first day, but you can't share anything else. And I'm like, well, I guess you can share flowers too, but. Well, you can share items. Okay. So you can't do the museum stuff. Yeah. Like, I guess they restricted that. And I don't know. And you can't do the custom design things because that's um, the other thing is like. I, uh, yeah, so, you can't paint anyone's islands or anything. So yeah, but I wish there was a way that. that you could like go into the store and say, like, here's my custom design and then like add it to their store so that then I could go into my store and be like, oh, here's all Josh's path designs. And uh, pay. you can. Wait, you can? So, so when you make the tailor, um... You get everything that's in the shop, but there's also like an ATM looking thing next to the dressing room to the left of it. And that's the thing that you can search other people's custom designs, either by their ID number or by the number of uh, the item. So if you ever can search on Twitch under the Animal Crossing tag, you'll see somebody post like, hey, this is my dress and it'll have like a weird looking ID number under it. You search that in that machine and you get to get that thing. Oh, like from anybody, like, can you, can you narrow that down to just your friends or? Well, no, you can only search for it if you have the thing. Like, there's no like, oh, let me look up paths. Like, there's none oh, of that. Okay. It's a very specific like, hey, this is the ID number to my thing. Uh, and then you type that in and you're good. Because I was oh, hoping okay. I could find like categories, but there's not. You have to have the number. So, okay, so then uh, for your 20 path pieces, I need 20 different numbers that I need to enter. No, you oh. could just enter my thing because you can either search by person or by item. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was going to say, I was like, oh my god, Nintendo, you're this close no. to getting a letter. It's <laughs> it's still a little much. It's still clunky. Um, a lot of a lot of path thing that people are doing fill out the entire square. Um, so like you know they'll have like a marble path that the whole design takes up the entire grid square, uh, of the path. Right. And that's why more normally you only need one. The reason mine needed so many is because in you order did to like get an like edge, that, right? You did like yeah, this edging edge effect. Dirt path. <laughs> yes. In order to like, so when I did that, since it didn't take up the whole square, anytime there was a left turn or right turn or whatnot, I needed a different design. So that's why that one is so much. But mm. most people just do the single squares. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that's good. Okay, so that's great. That's like exactly what I wanted. I'm so glad I yes. don't have a tailor yet. I don't have like I only have the very first iteration of the store or I guess the second one because they, they finally built their own building. So I guess the first iteration yes. is kind of like them sharing the tent with Tom, but then now they're they're off on their own. <laughs> yes, you you get money from them to give to Tom. I, yes. I guess it's some weird economic circle where you're getting screwed either way. So exactly. <laughs> 
Those so, yeah, Tom I don't Nook have, family members. <laughs> I don't have my uh I don't have my tailor yet. So I don't even have like, I guess, Mabel. Yes. Miss Mabel. Yeah. I don't know when she shows up, but hopefully soon. Uh, I think it's when Tom Nook's tent gets upgraded into a building. And uh, then like Miss Mabel makes her rounds um to people's islands who don't have the tailoring shop. And so for me, I just upgraded my building for Tom Nook. And then she came into town and she was like, hey, because this is her second time visiting me. And she's like, hey, I remember you, Just Josh. I've been thinking I'd like to set up a store. And I was like, yes, whatever you're about <laughs> to say, yes. How much money do you need? Because I am a sucker for skins. I want to look cool. I want to have a different design every day. So I'm spending all my bells in the Able Sisters tailoring shop. It's just you know, my life now. That's my Animal Crossing life. Who has the coolest stuff in our tailoring shop? And how quick can you open up your visitor gate? I was gonna say, yeah, which then in turn makes you more social, makes you go to different islands and, and see yes. friends. And, and stuff. that's also why, like you, I started off with all the fruits because I'm like, my first mission was to create an orchid that had like 14 trees of each fruit. And I had it. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. When I run up it, it just looks so neat because they have this curve effect to the world. So it's mm -hmm. not flat. It's got a neat little curve. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I want this because I want another reason to visit other people's islands. You know, so if I'm like, oh, I have this cool cherry recipe. I don't have cherries. Looks like I got to go visit Joss. <laughs> I, like, Yo, Joss I need some cherries. Can I come over? Because like. My initial thought was, I'm going to have everything. My island is going to be amazing. And then as I started visiting other people, I got to see all their designs and all the custom stuff they were doing, how they set up their stuff. The fact that, like, there's so many different villager NPCs mm. is nuts. And I was like, you know what? I want every reason I can to visit other people. So I got rid of all trees that weren't apples because I'm an apple guy. That is so cool. <laughs> I'm just, I'm worried for you now if people stop playing. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll make it work if that happens, but uh, yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I just, I don't know. The, like, I'm not a huge social gamer most of the time. Like MMOs, like I really enjoy, but I was never in like a massive guild. Like, I think I was in one of yours for like a couple months and that was it. And I was like, eh, I'm done. But for this one, I'm like, yo, I want to go to your island, please. And let's do this. So I'm excited about this game. I've been loving it. So before we before we move on to uh, news for the week, um, can we talk for a couple minutes just about island etiquette? Because that's like my biggest question as someone who is kind of like new and everyone else is so far advanced. I'm just like, oh, my God, there's so many things here. You have like 80 trees of all the fruits and you've got, you know, like obviously fish spawning everywhere and random stuff washing up on the beach. Like what is the etiquette for going to other people's islands? Like, do you, okay. when you're like in the store talking to like the NPC dudes, are you tying them up? Like how, how long should you stay? Like what is, what is the general etiquette in animal crossing? <laughs> So I, I would say this works on both sides as both the visitor and the person who owns the island. Uh, some general rules in my mind, and I don't know if this is, you know, in my mind, this is what I think. Uh, A, never shake someone's fruit tree. <laughs> 
I swear if someone came to my island and shook some of my trees, like I have this beautiful, huge apple tree orchid that I am so proud of. And if I walked over there and like four of my trees have been shaken and you're like, thanks, Josh, I'm out. I'd be like, she's not on my friends list anymore. (laughs) Okay, if you don't touch Josh's trees, good to know. If you ask, I'm all for it. If you're like, hey, can I I shake a couple apples? I'm fine with that. You took I also have, I have like 70 apples in my inventory in my house. (laughs) So if you need apples, let me know. But part of like my joy in my mind, like, I'm not kidding when I say I have like OCD about this stuff. If you go to my Apple Orchid, it is perfectly spaced the entire whole thing. So like when you're running up the curve of the planet or whatever, oh, it's just so beautifully straight. And, and if one of those trees apples. didn't have apples on it, it would just ruin it. Apple. Like one time I went to try to catch a bug and I accidentally shook a tree and I was like, oh my God, I've ruined it. It's all broken. So yes, <laughs> ask before you shake someone's fruit trees. Fair enough, because I know, okay, like <laughs> to the point that Josh actually like typed out, ugh, <laughs> but <laughs> I, he showed me like, I, it was like a bug that I had to go catch or something like that. Oh, and then I, yeah, I had, <laughs> I had too much in my inventory, but I didn't want to let the bug go. So I had one single stone in my inventory. So I was like, okay, I'll just swap it out and then I'll go sell some stuff and then I'll come back and clean up my stone. But again, the social features of Animal Crossing are not <laughs> the greatest. So it took me like 10 messages to get that across. And <laughs> while i'm sitting there typing telling him what my plan's gonna be it just pops up a little speech bubble over his head Uh. (laughs) i was like i was gonna clean it up i'm sorry no like i'm just like that i don't really care too much about because if you leave it i'm just gonna sell it so (laughs) but yeah it made me laugh because i mean it was uh, right in the middle of all of josh's flowers which were meticulously laid out as well it was just like Oh my god. Single rows of three of every color and every type. Yes. Almost every color, but I'm getting there. Yeah. I just started crossbreeding my flowers. I looked it up to see what would make what, and I now have uh three different pinks. There you go. <laughs> That's all I have. And, literally uh, three three plants. <laughs> and you do have a chance uh when you use your Nook Miles ticket to get an island with the rare colors of a plant. So for me, I have lilies, and the main three colors are white, yellow, and red. And then I got to a Nook Miles Island just to, you know, get resources and stuff. And there was black, pink, and something else. I can't remember. Orange, I think, is the third one. Yeah, I think so. so. Like, some oh, some have orange. Have some have rare colors. So. Yeah, some have orange. Some have like blue. Some have uh, purple. I think it depends on the the flower breed. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I have my cosmos is my flower, and uh, tulips I have a bajillion of uh, because it seems like I always get sent to like my Nook Islands always have either tulips or like I have yet to see any island that has that has lilies other than yours, <laughs> but so I still didn't take them. <laughs> I'm finding with the Nook Miles thing, there's a it feels like there's a super rare chance you get something with a different fruit tree than yours. Yeah, uh, I think I I've gotten think I've, I've gotten apples once and I think I've gotten um apples and I know bamboo is in season. That's a seasonal thing. I don't know when that bamboo season ends, but that oh, is Oh, I've gotten fruit. bamboo a couple times cuz I always get to the island and I'm like, "Oh man, bamboo." 
Yeah. I don't need bamboo. I recommend I need getting wood. a couple plants. Um, yeah, I, I think, think I've got like six. The, I think when bamboo season ends, I think they said that the bamboo trees will no longer drop light bamboo because there's two different types of bamboos that you mm-hmm. get from bamboo trees. So I think the light bamboo stops spawning. So just FYI on that one for anybody who's curious. But. Yeah. And again, it kind of speaks to how awesome and seasonal this version of Animal Crossing seems to be. To kind of keep yep. people uh, engaged and and looking to make different uh, recipes and use different materials and and seek things out either at their friends or uh, or on their fancy Nook Miles islands. So uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm I'm enjoying Animal Crossing a whole lot more than I thought I was going to be. I'm like playing it all the time, and uh, yeah, it's it's super fun. It's a nice distraction. It's nice to kind of like have small completable tasks in my life right now so um yeah and not to mention like i said everyone's playing it so i have a lot i'm getting a lot out of the like social aspects of it as well so if you were kind of on the fence i i can give this a a big joss thumbs up go pick it up and give it a try and uh i'm 99 percent sure i put my switch code into our discord if i haven't i'll go do it again but uh yeah you guys can obviously add me and uh, and come and see my island so i uh, wanted to say a quick thank you to matthew who is our april patron if you guys enjoy the show and like what we do head on over to patreon.com slash the gamers in that brings us to the news this week uh we've got a couple stories for you <laughs> the first one is a continuation <laughs> of the GameStop saga they have been the center of so much drama in the last three to four weeks i mean First, we had the whole we Reggie need an intro for it. You know, I know, like, like, I, know, like I feel like I need a bumper, concert? like a drop in that's like GameStop drama. Yeah, man, ridiculous, ridiculous. Because yeah, we were we had the Reggie Reggie joining the board, and then we had them ignoring advice and doing the big launch of Animal Crossing and Doom on that friday and then after that we had them declaring themselves an essential service that the whole world laughed at and now (laughs) i should i should preface (laughs) this by saying that gamestop does own excuse me gamestop owns electronic boutique in canada it's called eb games and they have closed all of their canadian stores but in the U.S., not only are they still open, but they're telling employees to wrap their hands in plastic bags and keep working. Like GameStop, you are not helping yourself right now. You're not helping yourself in the eyes of the general public. You're not helping yourself in the eyes of gamers. Like most of us are staying home and isolating like responsible adults anyways. Like... Come on, man. That's <laughs> just that like I there's just nothing I can say to that. Like, are you kidding? I don't Come understand. On. I don't understand just... the uh the mentality or how anyone thinks that this is a good idea for them and their brand when all of this is over. Like, I just I understand like keeping like because I, I do know that there are some people that that like going to GameStop there are some people that like having physical media and they don't necessarily want to download everything that they own I understand that 
but there is a way to go about things like they could at the very least like close all storefronts and go online only like yeah and like that's the thing like i live in a small town and for us with because we recently got the order that you know like no restaurants have dine-in seating Mm-hmm. And it's been interesting seeing how all the business around here are adjusting to that, where some are going, you know, oh, we've got this new online thing, or there's new delivery services popping up, or there's call us and pick up, you know, there's like all these things people are doing to kind of like, still practice that social distancing while still trying to remain operational. And then it's like, oh, well, at GameStop, we came with the innovative idea to wrap our hands in a plastic bag. It's like, guys, are you even trying? <laughs> at this point like it's a pandemic you get that right yeah and you think yeah. a GameStop bag is the answer like yeah and so like we should we should say like Just... so they they have um they have basically like uh closed air quotes the the front the storefront in that they're not letting people in but basically what they're doing is having people line up outside the store then they're doing the fancy plastic bag yeah. trick to take people's credit cards, go in with the order, process That's the, the order, thing, right? and then pass like, it back out again. Like, I don't know about you, but you I am not. Wait outside instead of going inside the building. Like, exactly. That's the only difference. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. This is also crazy, and I'm not handing my credit card over to a 17 year old GameStop employee. Like, I'm sorry. All right, let's not. Let's not be. You know. Well, I mean, you're not supposed to let anybody see like your credit cards or your pins or anything like that. And then all of a sudden they're just like, oh, yeah, just hand over your stuff to GameStop. It'll be fine. A guy with his hand wrapped in plastic bags, right? (laughs) It's like, look, I don't take advice from the guy who wears the says that world is ending soon while he stands on the corner with no clothes on. I'm not sure how I feel about this either. (laughs) Like there's something visual cues that kind of like tip you off. Like maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah. And the really, really crappy thing is, is that a lot of people working in these jobs don't have the option of like not showing up. So it's like, they basically have to do whatever their crazy manager says. And the alternative is basically get fired, right? Stop showing up. You don't have any sick time. And so now all of a sudden you've lost your job. And it's just like, so instead you have to go and put your hands in plastic bags to deal with like customers because you're just open to the public. Like, oh, GameStop, why? <laughs> Get it. Well, like, I know their business is struggling, but like, come on, you yeah. know, like be innovative. Like this is why Blockbuster is no longer around because when the, you know, that turning point hit where it's like, okay, we need to be innovative or just keep doing what we're doing. They're just doing what they're doing. And soon there's going to be no game stops and everyone's going to be like, well, shrug. We have Epic Games, Steam and everything else online. So, mm-hmm. you know, this, this is why Amazon's so popular now. It's like Amazon's not wrapping their hands in plastic bags. Well, I mean, there's issues with them nowadays, yes, but I'm yeah. just saying, I, <laughs> why deal with a GameStop employee when I could just have Amazon deliver a day of like get home from work and hey, look, a game's waiting for yeah exactly and i mean like you can you can order online from eb games i assume gamestop is the same um and yeah i i don't know i just i feel like there's ways to innovate and pivot at this point in time that makes you less of a retail store it's basically like forcing you to close the most expensive part of your business right because you have to pay like 
rent, utilities, all the kind of stuff on all of your individual GameStop locations. Like if you just didn't <laughs> and like put your employees to work, like filling online orders, like, I don't know, have a yeah. big like, hey, guess what? We're going to now be doing this thing. And but can you imagine if they like switched to like, hey, you, I want you guys to come in and we're going to do like a delivery service instead. Yeah. Like how much better would that? Because let's face it, there's always like one, maybe two people working at GameStop on a daily business, at least for me. So like Especially, if you were yeah, to go, during hey, the day for sure. Yeah, I you're think watching the store and you're going to drive over town to drop off orders. And like, you know, people would be about that. Like, yeah. like, hey, I want to play Doom Eternal, but I don't want to go to the store to get it. Oh, GameStop will drop it off in like 30 minutes. Like when... Uh, 30 minutes or it's free. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was it? Amazon did a... Amazon Prime Now, back when I lived in Orlando, it was the service where like you did an order and it got dropped off within two hours. Mm -hmm. And it was groceries, merchandise, games. It was amazing. I absolutely... There was like a day I was like, I want to try the new Mass Effect. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, knock, knock, knock. 25 minutes later, I got a new Mass Effect game. And I was like, this is amazing. Why does GameStop not do this? Yeah, and like, I know on. like the, the Amazon thing is very limited markets because uh, we yeah, don't have now here. Now. I'm just uh, sad. The best, the best that we have up here in Canada is um, we have Prime. So it's usually like you can you get next day delivery. So yeah. like I can order something at night and it'll come sometime in the next 24 hours, basically. So like oh GameStop it, Amazon here. Prime now is just, oh, it's amazing. But yeah, that's but yes. the thing. Like, that's a great <laughs> idea because, I mean, we have, when you look at EB Games in Canada, they service a lot of smaller communities that even if Amazon decided they wanted to do now in Canada, they wouldn't make it to a lot of these smaller communities in any kind of a timely fashion, which means GameStop is actually really well poised to say, hey, during the pandemic, we can service small communities. You want yeah. a game like Amazon is shipping things at the end of April. You want a game tomorrow? We can do that for you. Do you want a game this afternoon? We can do that for you. Jim in the back has a car. He'll yeah. drive it over. Like, <laughs> And that's the thing. Like, You're keeping would, people employed. I You're would pay a delivery going. fee. Yeah. yeah, I would pay a delivery fee to have it dropped off to me. Yeah. And that's like, it's the same thing with pizza and the same thing with Chinese food. Like people want stuff delivered to them for ease and are willing to pay delivery fee for it. Even before the, would, the yeah. epidemic, right? Even before the pandemic. Right. Now, they have, the thing, now they're not allowed the pandemic, to go. <laughs> I'd be all for it. And that's the thing. Like just try something else because the answer is not plastic bags. Like, like the article here has verbatim what the thing reads and it like this is the email it says lightly if you want to be able to get it off easily <laughs> tape a GameStop bag or plastic bag over your hand and arm do not open the door all the way keep the glass between you and the guest face just reach out your arm which means they're That's even your response? yeah they're like, breaking social <laughs> distancing procedures as well because you're no, supposed to stay there's a like glass and a plastic <laughs> bag okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. There's a difference. Hopefully these guys have eight foot arms too. <laughs> God. Just, yeah. Just try. Like I have conversations with people all the time. It's like, I'm not annoyed by stupidity. I'm more annoyed by the lack of effort. And this yeah. is just a lack of effort. I just hate it. Also, GameStop, hit me up if you want this delivery idea. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can make it work. <laughs> Our second story tonight is about Epic Games. So they've essentially, we, we knew that they were doing 
like unique publishing ideas, but they've now announced uh, the. I guess it was this past Thursday. Um, they are trying to fundamentally change how the relationship works between developers and publishers. So they've got publishing deals with uh, Design, who made uh, Last Guardian. They've got Play Dead, who made Inside and Limbo, and Remedy Entertainment, who made Control, that you guys know that we loved. Um, and so their their deals with these publishers are basically saying. 100% of the IP and full creative control of the end product is going to stay with the developer. Great. That kind of seems like maybe it should be a given, but you know, that's what they're going. You'd never be surprised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but even though hundred percent of the IP and creative control is going to stay with the developer, Epic games is going to cover 100% of development costs. That is salaries, that's QA, localization, marketing. All publishing costs are going to be 100% covered by Epic. In return, Epic essentially uh, gets their money back first. So as the game sells, Epic gets the, their um, investment returned. And then once that is paid off, then it's a 50-50 share between developers and Epic. So once the game becomes profitable, then developers share 50% of the profits with Epic. So it's basically like Epic is going to put all of their money up front first, which, you know, thank you, Fortnite. <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh, then developers can just like do what they're going to do, make what they want to make without the, the worry and the pressure of like, we have to get it out now because we need to start getting money. We can't pay salaries next week, blah, 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 blah. All of the, crazy problems that we've heard of from you know not even necessarily always indie developers but definitely indie developers a lot of the problems that they face is like not having enough money to do xyz part of the development process uh epic's like don't even worry about that all you have to worry about is making your game we will handle everything else and then all they're asking in return is 50 percent of the profits which 50% of profits is still a good deal <laughs> like there's a lot of other platforms that don't give developers 50% of the profits and also don't give them any help along the way. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think the big thing is like 50% does sound like a lot. And it is, you know, 50% of profits. That's a huge chunk. But they're also putting up 100% of the development costs and they're allowing for creators to keep full control of their work. Like, yeah, that's just yeah. mind boggling that they're like, hey, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be contractual things. Like, I'm pretty sure there's still going to be deadlines. Like, no one's going to be getting a paycheck for, like, five years to make an indie game that's you know, should be done within one. So I'm, I'm pretty sure there's still going to be contractual things they'll discuss. Right. But the idea that you can go up and say, hey, I had this great idea. And they go, hey, we think that's great, too. Here's all the money you need to make it. All we ask is that we get our money back first, which is reasonable. Mm -hmm. And then once it's done, 50% of the profits, which Again, the fact that you're not putting money up front is just nuts. Like the developer themselves not putting money up front. But retaining just, all the IP. Yeah, it's nuts. And like... So like literally, yeah. like say, the, say <laughs> okay, take a look at Ori. Let's just use Ori as an example. Like what if Ori, which was like super successful, what if that had been backed by Epic, right? So Epic gave Ori, let's say, the developers of Ori... All of their money, and I know it's a Microsoft thing, but whatever, just stay with me in this example because it has a really <laughs> successful sequel. 
But let's say you are the developer of Ori. Epic gives you all the money that you need. They market the crap out of it. Your first game sells like gangbusters. And then you're like, you know what? Of all the money I made with my 50% of my profits, I'm now going to go make Ori Will of the Wisps and I own all my IP. So I don't need you anymore, Epic. I can go do all this on my own. That can happen in this ecosystem because they retain their intellectual property. In the world that we live in now with games, with movies, with books, like everything is a series. Everything has sequels, like sequels on top of sequels on top of sequels. Retaining your intellectual property is absolutely huge. Yeah, it's like, I almost want to say this is fake because of how good it is. Like just like just the intellectual property part of it, because when someone says, hey, I'm going to give you money to develop this, there's always a give and take. Mm-hmm. There's always like, look, I will fund you X amount of money, but our expectation is we get 10% ownership or, you know, there's always some sort of, like just watch Shark Tank. It's yeah. pretty much out in the open on Shark Tank. So that's a really good example, actually. Like you can basically see it's not just gaming. It's like you can take a look at basically any industry that has any kind of investment. Yeah. (laughs) And you get an idea of the kind of deals people get just by looking at Shark Tank. (laughs) No, I'm 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 fairly certain this isn't going to be like an open door thing. I don't think there's going to be like, hey, we want anyone and everyone to come to this with their ideas. I'm pretty sure it's going to be like, look, you need to have an idea. It needs to be fully fleshed out, you know. Don't come to us like if the maker of Ori is like, what if we have a tiny ghost fox looking thing and he just ran around the world doing cool flips? Like, okay, well, flesh that out then come back to us. You know, I'm pretty sure there's going to be expectations because this deal is amazing. So, yeah, I I just can't get over the 100% intellectual. (laughs) Like, that's just nuts, you know, because like how many people do you hear go, oh, I wanted to do this like with my series, but, you know, the owners were like no we don't like that like you hear it with star wars all the time where it's like oh the director wanted to do this but all the people in the boardroom said we should do this or something you know and it's a sad story to hear because everyone's like oh man i would have preferred that version Mm -hmm. this way it's like look the people who made it you do your thing we make money you make games we each do our part everybody wins yeah. Like, and, and so what? I think, yeah, you're, you're totally right. Um, but I do think, yeah, that it's going to be very selective. Yeah. It's their yeah. new way of doing publishing agreements. And so it's like, if you are attractive enough to a company like Epic, then they are willing to, you know, work with you and, and we'll give you this kind of deal. But yeah, you're right. It's not just going to be like, open the door. Anyone can come in. It's like, you're still going to have to you know, be in a publishing yeah. agreement with Epic, which You're I'm still sure is gonna not have easy. to impress still the Shark Tank yeah. of Epic. Exactly. You, yeah. But it's really so. nice knowing that once you do so, this is what's waiting for you on the other side of that. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, I think again, hats off to Epic. I think that they're doing some some really good things. As much crap as they take for and it's not being Steam, <laughs> right? Like it's innovative, and that's kind of goes back to the GameStop thing. They're trying different things in an industry that i mean let's face it it's grown a little stale and it's a little repetitive Mm -hmm. like you hear about all the crunch stories and you hear about all the deadline stories and all these publishers you know going bankrupt and everything's closing down or they get bought up and closed down finally you hear about something like hey you know what 
how about we just be there to support people making games and then they can make more games and then everybody's happy. Like, yeah. How about we try to do things a little <laughs> differently? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm all for it. Me too. Me too. Uh, our final story tonight is not really about doing something differently, but about something rumored to be uh, basically. Yeah. So about that innovation. <laughs> yeah. <theme. laughs> Let's go back, back to the days of 64 and of GameCube, because uh, basically 2020 marks the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. And so the rumors from apparently sources within Nintendo um the basically the switch 2020 lineup is going to be not entirely but definitely um dominated <laughs> by yeah. a lot of new and old mario games so lots of remasters in the works including mario galaxy including 64 mario 64 and including one of my favorites Mario Sunshine, <laughs> which I'm so excited because I love Mario Sunshine. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's quite a few like reliable sources that are saying, hey, this is going to be a thing. Now, Nintendo hasn't commented on it at all, but mm -hmm. that's just Nintendo's way. That's how they do things. They'll just drop it at 4 a.m. in the morning and everybody will be like, oh, what? What? Yeah. And then we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be happy then. Uh, no, but I'm all for this because, oh, how about, I'm all for this if and only if we do the same thing for Zelda. I love Super Mario games, don't get me wrong, but how awesome would it be to get all these remasters of Zelda on the Switch? Like, oh. Yeah, oh, I, I would totally Ocarina be down time, for that. The Doors Mask, um, the Wolf one, oh, I can't even think about it anymore. Twilight Princess, yeah. Yeah. Like, can you imagine getting all those ones on the Switch? Be like, oh, what am I going to play today? How about a super awesome Zelda game? Huh. Yeah, yes, if, I could play, if I could play uh, Majora's Mask on the Switch in like a fully like redone, like same story, same world and everything, but just like with new Zelda graphics. Oh, my God, I would die. Like, what if they gave it the Final Fantasy seven? Yeah. Oh, my Whoa. God, Josh. Stop. Right. <laughs> you're, right. you're taking this okay. too far. <laughs> so Super Mario, 35 years. Yeah. Congratulations. We're good to see you again. Uh, but no, I'm all for this. I don't, again, uh, I look at stuff like this tentatively because I know how Nintendo, like, they're very hush-hush about things. Um, even with like the Nintendo theme park stuff that mm -hmm. came out not too long ago, like I used to work for a theme park that they're building it in. And like, I knew about that years ago, but they were like, y'all need to just shut up about this. Okay. No joke. So I was like, Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so I can understand how they're very hush hush. Um, but there's enough people kind of stirring the water where it sounds like we're at least getting 64 in sunshine which would be pretty amazing. Yeah, it seems yeah. like um, 64 Sunshine and Galaxy are kind of like all but confirmed. Basically, they're the the big kind of tent posts of this rumor. And I mean, I'm I'm all in all three of those titles, I think were amazing titles and they're from systems. I mean, so we actually looked it up before the show because we couldn't remember what was on. <laughs> except for, obviously, Super Mario 64 was on the 64, but then we're like, 
I don't that know. That wouldn't have been that. as far back as we thought. Yeah, no, that was yeah. 1996 is when the 64 yeah. came out, which seems for like uh, back I, in my yeah, back in my well, we had a C button with four directions. Yeah, yeah, that we oh. equipped our items using C up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so long ago. It's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was 64. And then Mario Sunshine was GameCube. And GameCube came out. I think Mario Sunshine came out in 2002. I know yep. I, I had my GameCube like first year university. We're not going to talk about when my first year of university was, <laughs> but it was a while back now. And uh, yeah, so, so and then Mario- obviously Galaxy was it was a Wii title. Mario Sunshine came out exactly the amount of years it takes to become a legal adult in the united states and 64 came out you'd be able to drink if you were born that year oh my god that's how long ago <laughs> thanks that Josh. is how long ago <laughs> how young do you feel oh my god <laughs> so oh so weird so weird but yeah so right for the 35th anniversary of mario we are expecting stuff um apparently the big reveal was supposed to take place at E3 in June, but obviously now Nintendo is not attending. So, well, I mean, E3 itself no, has no been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> but Nintendo was one of the first ones to kind of pull out. So, uh, so yeah, E3 is canceled. Nintendo's not going to be there. So um, a lot of people are speculating is like maybe they'll, you know, um, put some news out a little bit sooner now that they're not tied to like the E3 dates in any way, well, shape or form. So the official business quarterly first quarter starts tomorrow, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah, it Q4 does. for a year go January to March. So tomorrow officially starts. Starts their new year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, we might see some stuff. Oh, I just thought about something. <gasps> Hear me out on what? this. What if this year, a lot sooner, hopefully than later, we get Mario themed stuff in Animal Crossing full circle that in would be closet. pretty incredible and i mean there's so much stuff and in i already there. have the mustache <laughs> i already have the mustache oh my god you're already to be mario like, it's me it's josh all day long <laughs> oh I, my god i would have a copy and paste i would figure out how to do it and that's all i would say <laughs> i can see you running around my island like i'm having a conversation <laughs> and your response every time is just it's me it's me it's josh, josh. <laughs> Yeah, we know. Can we kick him off the island? <laughs> yeah, you're not actually communicating here, Josh. <laughs> we need a little more. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, uh, you guys have a whole lot to look forward to in the next couple of months from Nintendo. It sounds like assuming that you are a Mario fan, which let's be honest, if you're a Nintendo fan, you're probably a Mario fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got some pretty decent IPs. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, do keep your eyes open for that coming from Nintendo uh, soon. Who knows how soon, but hopefully sooner than uh, June. But, uh, yeah, we will let you know when we hear more. Uh, that's pretty much going to do it for us tonight on the show. If you guys want to continue the conversation, you can go to bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Josh, thank you so much for joining me. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the Internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JustJosh underscore 22. Uh, I also do stream occasionally. I had some health issues last week, so it was kind of inconsistent, but I should be back here soon. Uh, That is also just Josh underscore 22. And yeah, thanks for having me here. It's always fun. 
It was great. I'm so glad that you could give me such a good rundown of Animal Crossing because, yeah, I feel like super lost and overwhelmed sometimes in that game, but uh, it's definitely worth the experience. So thank you again for joining me tonight. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find me, Jocelyn at Joss Plays, Ryan is at R. Murphy, and don't forget to follow the show over at The Gamers Inn, especially if you want cute, adorable little Ryan baby pictures, not baby pictures of Ryan pictures of Ryan's baby <laughs> he's he's been uh, putting that out over at R. Murphy so make sure you go and follow him yes. say congratulations, hi congratulations Ryan exactly yeah. congratulations uh, so thanks for staying at the Gamers Inn remember tune in next week bye everybody bye